Oh, I feel so nervous, honestly. <laughs> don't be. It'll be I all right. right man. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time, dude. For sure. I just want to sound smart. I want to look cool. Uh, I want to be funny. I want this to get a lot of views because I care about what other people think about me. I'm being really honest right now. I'm going to be vulnerable because I think that's what people really want. And I just really want to serve people and give them what they want because what, you know, I don't know, like it makes me feel better when people feel better about me and they have like opinions that I like to hear about myself because I'm like, I really need validation. So if you guys could like uh, make sure that this gets a lot of like interesting people that I find interesting to like hit me up on social media. I know we don't have it right now, but when I have it, I would like for these people that have listened to this to be like, hey, I heard that podcast and I really connected and I used to want to kill myself and I don't now because you changed me. <laughs> That's what I want this to be. Cue the intro music. Welcome one, welcome all to another installment of the 1st and the 15th. My name is Anthony Barrera, I am your host. Coming in from a remote location is my co-host, Mr. Jaime Vithen. It's a pleasure, as always, good to be here. Big guest alert in effect today on the pod. We have one of the greatest human beings I've ever had the pleasure of meeting, Mr. Gabriel Alviso. Okay, so I know, I know that I said I really wanted people to say nice things about me, but when you said the greatest person I've ever had the pleasure of meeting, I felt well, that like I'm not gonna cons- I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call you names or anything. I don't think I don't want to call you a liar, but I don't think that was necessarily true. I appreciate what you did for me because like I, I don't want to come off like I'm being judgy or like hypocritical or anything like that. I don't know why I use the word hypocritical, but like that's how I feel right now. So I do want to say thank you, but also that's bullshit. Like that's not true. <laughs> And like, and I also think I also I I'm gonna wrap this up real quick. I do think that it's bullshit, but I also do think that way about myself though too. I'm like, dude, I'm just the greatest person you've ever met. <laughs> Great to have you on the show, man. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Gabriel is a comedian, but he is not only that. The man is a renaissance man. He's been in theater. He's been in punk rock bands. He's gone all over the place. He recently moved to Chicago to pursue comedy. How you doing, man? What's going What's going on? Oh my god, dude. I don't know, man. I fucking love this. You make me sound so cool. And then the next thing I say just, like, ruins it. <laughs> like a renaissance man. Like, <laughs> I did community theater and used to play in a band in high school. <laughs> Like, that's the way that I would have said those two things that you oh, said. Man. You actually have, like, a really, like, wide vocabulary, which I, I'm, like, I'm not surprised, because if I were to say that I'd be surprised, that's, like, kind of backhanded, because, like, I'm not saying that you're dumb, like, at all, but, like, right. I also, you do say dumb, you do say a lot of dumb stuff, and I feel open, and I feel unafraid to be able to say that to you, because I think that we trust each other on, like, a level that I couldn't just tell somebody else that they say a lot of dumb stuff, so, like, you know, but you have, and I have, too, I've been guilty of it, like, not that it's, like, a crime or anything to be guilty of because we all say dumb things but sometimes when you come up with these like really big words i'm like holy shit anthony i'm proud of you <laughs> and maybe renaissance is even a big word and i'm just an idiot it's just not used as much i think yeah yeah for sure really oh, just man. taking everything i say and ruining i know it right so far. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's what I do. Like most of my relationships have been built on like taking whatever the other person says and like ruining it. Like, it started off really... Jesus Christ. Like I mean that's what, that's what you know. Like somebody says I love you and I'm like you don't even know what love is. You know what that's what love means. Jesus. <laughs> you know that thousands of years ago that love used to mean something else to people. Like you just want a whole. Thing. Love does mean something else to people always. Yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. So let's talk about how you started down this road of becoming the person that you are now. Uh, uh, what was your I, first entry into into art, man? Like, what was the first thing you found? Uh, the first like entry into art? I don't know, man. I think that it's like an art to be alive. So probably like when I was born, I was just like, oh shit, like this world is like a painting and I'm in it. And um, I probably Holy shit. Didn't, I probably didn't have like the words to actually convey that, but like I felt it inside of like my body, you know. Um, and so I probably have like always been like an artist because I think that we all are in like different ways. Okay. And um, so then, what was the first manifestation of that? Like, the, the what was the first physical manifestation of that? I don't know. Getting a boner. I thought that that was like pretty cool. <laughs> That's art. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I did, I did, I did. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. When I was like, I think maybe like eight or nine, I got my, maybe five or six. I got my like first erection, and Holy I like, shit. really? I don't, I don't know. I don't know right. how. Vain like, memory. I was, I was like the right age. I wasn't. It wasn't like too early. I don't think. And uh, five or like, six is too early. For a boner? Okay, then I was like yeah. nine. I was like nine. Okay. I think, yeah, no, I must have been like the fourth grade, like whatever age you are in the fourth grade, and no one ever really taught me what an erection was, and I thought that I was doing magic, so I went and I showed, <laughs> my, older, so I went and I showed my older sister my boner. Oh, no! <laughs> I can do! <laughs> Oh yeah, so, uh, and I thought, I was like, look at this magic trick that I could do, and then after that, I actually just really got invested into magic, and so I think oh. maybe the boner wasn't really the first thing that, like, manifested, like, in, like as art or whatever, it was, like, maybe magic, my, my older cousin was a magician, like, a professional magi- oh, magician. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it was, he, he kind of has, like, a, he kind of, like, he, he doesn't do magic anymore, um, but he kind of has, like, and always has had, like, a David Blaine vibe to him. And, like, just in his, like, presence, so, like, him doing magic, like, really made sense, because he had this, like, really weird, like, uh, school shooter, like, kind of vibe to him, but instead of, like, shooting at the school, like, he just did magic instead. Because, I mean, you know, TBH, like, David Blaine kind of, like, has that, like, vibe. like school shooter vibe. Like, a school shooter vibe, but instead of, like, shooting up schools and, like, he just started to do, like, illusion and, like, sleight of the hand, like, you know, tricks and shit. And uh, so, like, I was really into magic, and maybe that was, like, the first thing. And then, like, I did, like, theater, and I was drawing a little bit when I was younger, but maybe skateboarding. I think skateboarding was probably, like, the first, okay. like, artistic thing that I did. But definitely, like, magic was a big part of my life, and dancing, and, and skateboarding probably had to have been the first first thing, because I think I got into skateboarding before I, like, really got into punk. Is that where you met uh, Mr. Taylor Wilson, Mr. Jacob Juarez? Uh, well, I met, I met Taylor because, uh, when I was in the eighth grade, I was, or yeah, when I was in the eighth grade, I was homeschooled and that was the time that Bill's Wheels Skate Shop moved to the South side of Salinas. And that's actually only like three blocks away from like my childhood home. And I was homeschooled that that year when it moved. So like, I was just home a lot. So I would just go to the skate shop because I would finish my homework in like an hour, like by 10 AM. And then I would just hang out to the skate shop until like all of the regular kids got out of school at three o'clock. So from 11 to three, I was hanging out at the skate shop and like, and Taylor, like work there and stuff. 
and then Jacob I just met in the seventh grade. And the reason I was homeschooled in the eighth grade because he was a grade older than me. And uh, he when he went to high school, I didn't have any friends. So I was, and I was getting bullied with like no one to protect me because I didn't know how to protect myself. Uh, and um, so I just asked my mom if she could homeschool me. And instead of my mom like trying to teach me how to defend myself, she just like coddled me and homeschooled me. Hmm. I, I'm just saying ah. that. I, re- I respect the shit out of my mom for letting <laughs> me be homeschooled because it was an experience. It's a tough decision. It. No, but I mean, it's part of what makes you who you are today, really. Yeah, yeah and I it makes me feel more in tune with... Um, my motherly instincts. Well, that's good. Funny so enough, so much. Time I went to that now. same Bill's Wheels uh, when I was a kid. The one on the south side. Um, I, I would always buy my shoes there. It's funny how we probably were in the same store at the same time. That's very possible. But right. didn't even know each other. It is a small town. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that time, like, there's that, like, I, I mean, I, I was at a party that you were at, and you were, like, making out with this girl on the couch underneath the blankets, and, like, <laughs> and, like yeah. oh, my God, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you were there for that? And then I like that you know exactly what time I'm talking about because that means that it's only happened to you one time. Yeah, that you've made out with yeah, a girl. that that yeah, no, like, no, not making out with a girl, but that particular situation yeah, on the couch at a party. I remember that. Oh, you've never done that before? I mean, I'm not saying, like, oh, you've never done that before. I fucking make out with girls all the time on couches. Like, that's not true at all. But no, like, it just should... seemed like something that you that you do I'm not more a... than uh, once. Yeah. I, it's not my vibe, honestly. Especially when I'm drinking. It was a spur like, of the moment. Bad decisions. Yeah, but, bad dude, decisions. Like, it, but, like, my point was that that thing happened, and then, like, I didn't even know who you were. Uh, Jacob Juarez brought you around to the party. Mm-hmm. And like, um, and then like, I think maybe a year later or even a couple of years later, I was taking an acting class and then you were in it. And then one day you were on stage acting and it was like a serious thing that you were doing. And I laughed. I was the only one that was laughing <laughs> and I wasn't laughing at you, but I was laughing because I remembered that you were the guy at the oh party that everyone was taking pictures with, like, cause you were underneath the blanket and we yeah, were like taking pictures and posing. Thing. It was a yeah. whole thing. And there are some details that I'm not going to get into about what happened to, to because like, <laughs> they'd be extra embarrassing and like, it would be extra embarrassing yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. for not saying yeah. those things but uh but yeah like uh but yeah we were like totally like it was it was just like a it was like a, a story that like me and my group of friends like tell all the time we're like oh remember that one theater kid oh that my just, oh, that, god that, it, it goes around still oh my oh, yeah, god dude, i actually i actually have a picture of on my phone right now and, oh uh, dude you gotta send me that you gotta send me that i'll send After it to this, you you gotta send me that. i'll send yeah. it to you I yeah that. and and then ha- the caption is because uh, it's a screenshot of an Instagram photo that my friend Wesley. That was oh, someone house. posted that picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but you can't like you can't like see like you can't like see anything in the picture because it's just like a blanket and two bodies. But we were like trying to legit get you out of the house and like you wouldn't have it. And then like I, I was like begging Wes to let me pour water on you guys. I was like, and Wes was like, no, dude, it's gonna ruin my couch. And I was like, dude, let me pour water on them. And he's like, no. And I like just I wanted to like splash you out. But like we ended up opening the door and like ripping off the blankets. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, no, I was I was out by then. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like someone was like, hey, this isn't a hotel. Get the fuck out. Yeah. But yeah. like, but it was funny though because Wes asked me to kick you out, and I was like, dude, one, this is your house, and I don't know that guy. But I was like also kind of down. And uh, yeah. <laughs> also kind of down. Yeah, but that's when I was like, well, let me throw water on them, and he was like, no, never mind. I'm just gonna get Jacob to like kick him out of the house. That's so crazy. And. Uh, I don't know why it made us uncomfortable, but it did. But we were all hanging out in the backyard anyway. Like I was like, we should just let you. I don't know, make out. But 
Yeah. That but was then, its own situation. But then yeah. when you yeah, but then when you left, I, the girl either stayed or she came back. No, she left. Some guy and she was like super embarrassed. But she came back, I think, because she forgot her coat. And then she like she like came in and we weren't like and she was like, oh my god, I can't believe I just made out with Anthony. Holy shit! And she was like freaking out. And then she was like, oh my god, he's my brother. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> no, like, she did not. I'm just that's not That's true. That's fun. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Goodness Goodness yeah, I remember that night. It wasn't a fun one. I'm really upset that we had to bring that. That's funny, man. Man, it was fun for me. Yeah, and we talk about you all the time. And then, like, yeah, and then years later, we did theater together. And I was, like, laughing while you were, like, oh, reciting, God. like, um, something that was, like, very serious. And I just went, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, like, I, like, caught myself. And then like a and then like a few people turned and were like, why did he laugh at that? That's fucking rude. And I was like, it was just like a chuckle because like it clicked that you were that guy. And I was like, holy shit! Like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even notice you chuckling honestly until I was done. I, I mean, was it wasn't noticed. like, yeah, I don't, and I honestly don't think it was like this big. Like I like I think it was just like a sound that came out of my mouth that was like inappropriate, but it wasn't uh-huh. like very loud. But there were a couple of people like, why did he laugh? Uh, you know, actually, and I wanted to be like, oh, I just saw. It was just funny. Thing, you know, thing. Gabriel, I don't know. I've, well, only... uh... <laughs> Hold on, Jamie said getting... something? Sorry, what? no, yeah, I was going to kind of get into into it right now. Um, Gabriel, I don't know, I haven't interacted with you that much. I, I've, you know, seen you a few times. But um, you obviously seem like a really funny dude. Like, it just comes off naturally. I can see that from, like, from, you know, my interaction with you right now. Um, and I'm really curious, like, did you... I mean, we, you're a comedian now. You know, you're a comedian now, right? So uh, yeah, I am a comedian. Okay, now. so That's like a funny thing to say. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like, so when you were in theater, did you know you wanted to be a comedian, or like at some point when you're doing theater, like, okay, there's some funny stuff here. Could I transition into being a comedian or like tell jokes on stage as opposed to performing theater on stage? Well, first off, I just want to say that like. No offense to Anthony or anything, but the way that you complimented me felt more genuine than Anthony's Renaissance word. And I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, but also, I think that I kind of prefer the way that Anthony compliments mm-hmm. me more because I could kind of just disregard it in a way where like it doesn't make me feel like all butterfly. Right. You made me feel like you gave me. <laughs> you oh made me feel you butterflies. Made, in yeah, 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 that's funny. You gave me butterflies by telling me that I'm funny, like. Mm-hmm. Dude, on, like, honestly, like, somebody telling, like, being humorous is, like, the most important thing, like, one of the most important things, like, about me, like, besides being, like, loving, like, loving, I would have to say, like, say that that's, like, top priority, like, I want to be, like, a loving person, I get that. you know, and, and I am, and then, like, second, secondly, like, I want to be, like, a funny person, mm. and I think that, like, there, there, you know, there are parallels, and, like, that, that, like, being funny is being loving, like, you mm. know, or whatever, but, like, but when somebody tells me that, like, I'm, I'm funny, it makes me want to come, and so, like, uh, you know, like, whatever form that is, like, not, like, necessarily, like, like, you know, like, an orgasm for, kind of yeah, 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 but, like, metaphorically, and, you. like, you give me butterflies, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be like, oh, stop it, but really, I want to hear more things like that, mm-hmm. so I'm giving you permission, not that you need permission, but you can continue <laughs> to say things like that, and so I was, like, doing theater, and I always, like, try to make people laugh, but I never had a thought of, like, oh, I should do stand-up, but I've been in the stand-up for, like, a really long time, just like everybody, and I think, like, one of the, like, mo- like one of, like, my favorite memories is, like, with my dad, we rented a Dane Cook special on VHS or DVD, um, 
and watched it at this girl's house that he was dating at the time and I don't remember who she was and I kind of wish it was just me and my dad and she wasn't in the memory but mm. oh well like so be it but I remember like <laughs> laughing really hard with my dad at that Dane Cook special and I got into really I really got into Dane Cook for like a short amount of time and he had like the torgasm thing and that's where like I was introduced to Gary Goldman who's like one of my favorite comics who I like <clears throat> really love and um and then I just like kept on doing theater and stuff and like trying to be funny and but I never really thought about doing stand up until um I actually saw Anthony at doing a stand up show. I was home alone one night like my girlfriend at the time was like out with her friends or something and I was like making collages. I was like really into collage making at the time and I was like on the internet too like Oh, wait, weren't know. they uh called zines, right? Zines. Yeah, yeah, zines. Like a, there you go, yeah. zines. And um and so like uh I was just like at home making zines, just like hanging out by myself and uh and I was like on Instagram and I saw a flyer for a comedy show at XL Public House. And then I saw Anthony's name and I was like, what the fuck? Anthony does stand up. That's crazy. And I don't think that I've like talked to Anthony in years at this point because like there was like uh, some situation that had happened between us that like, well, I'll explain later maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then but I was like really interested. And so I went and there was like a bunch of people that told jokes and it was like a really good show. And like, I don't care. Like, I mean, like. This is, uh, the, this, uh, I'm just going to be like completely honest and I don't care if I sound like a dick, but this is kind of like a dickish thing to say. And I know that like a lot of like the comedy friends that I've like made back home are going to be like, oh, what a bitch. But like, I was <laughs> like, oh, I could be funnier than these guys. That's just like an honest thing. And like, I don't know if that's like egotistical or whatnot. And like, I'm trying and like, I'm not perfect. It, it's not, so, it's like, not egotistical if there's context, if there's context, like with your experience on stage, with I, your experiences with yourself. That's a natural feeling to have. I I thank you. Like I really do appre- I really do appreciate that, and that is something to like take like also like not let that get into my head. But I think what maybe the I think I think that that was like an initial thought. But what the real thought behind this was was I could do this as well. You know. Yeah. And I know that if I like if I practice this, I could do this uh, even better than I them, could probably. I had the exact same feeling when I started. Like, yeah, I saw maybe, someone do stand-up, and I thought I could do it. I thought I could do it well. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I, and sometimes it, it comes off as, like, oh, I could do this better or I'm funnier, and that I, I am realizing now that, like, what, like that doesn't even mean anything because nobody is funnier than somebody else. Other yeah. people just either practice it more or they're able to, like, open up in a way that other people aren't able to open up. And, like I said, like, being a loving person is, like, really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, when you practice love and, like, practice being a loving person, it, like, helps you open up. And, like, that's what comedy is. And I really enjoy opening up and, like, being my, like, most honest like self and so like i think that that's like maybe really the more truer thing than i could be better than these people is that like i know that like there's something inside of me that doesn't have a fear the way that other people have a fear to like open up and like be vulnerable and like i also do have like a lot of those fears too i'm not just saying like oh i'm so vulnerable i'm so open and like that allows me to be funny because it's also a craft that has like a bunch of different factors that Mm -hmm. come into play Mm -hmm. but i know i knew that it was something that i wanted to do that is like the most true thing uh and i did and there were some people that uh, that like the first uh few comics that I was like, oh, this isn't really that funny, but people are laughing, and I had like, I thought that I had some things that I could say that were really funny. Interesting. Well, um, um, yeah. What a shitty way to think. I think it's also like rappers think that way though too. They listen to like yeah. people rap, and then they're like, oh, dude, I could fucking, I could, I could outrhyme this guy. And so I kind of had like maybe that mentality a little bit, and I kind of don't like that about myself actually. Well, I mean, it's uh, but, hubris is a part of any personality that you can encounter, dude. Like it, it, it comes standard with every human, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you're bound to think that way 
at some point in your life about something. And that's a good thing. It, it show, you know, confidence is key. Yeah, key. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so I was so um yeah, going to a, a, a live stand up show for like my first time was like a live local one. You know, because I had seen professionals before, but I'm like, oh, professionals are good because they're good. Like, I don't know. I thought it like took a, I thought it took like a, a like a special person, but it doesn't because we're all special, so we could do anything that we put our minds to. So I was, so I decided that this was something that I wanted to put my mind to. And yeah, Anthony, and Anthony took me to my first open mic, which was where at um in Monterey or uh, Salinas. Yeah, in Monterey. What was it called? East Village. Yeah, Cafe. Cherry Bean. Yeah, no, East Village. East, oh, Sorry, East Cherry Village. Bean. <laughs> East Village uh, yeah. Coffee Lounge oh, in Monterey. Okay. Shout okay. out East Village. Honestly, that place, uh, stomping grounds for a lot of comedians. Lot I love of, going yeah. there. Dude, those, that was fun times. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun times. Me, Gabe, yeah. and the boys would be out there fucking telling jokes and having a good old time yeah horrible jokes dude like i would never tell any of those jokes that i told them for like, real i've, I've for grown real, so for much as a, as a comic do you still remember yeah. them i mean you don't yeah i remember, okay. I remember most yeah. of them yeah and they're awful they're dumb i mean they're not they're not awful and dumb yeah. they're just they're they're beginning well, early, probably just earlier yeah, compared shows, to what yeah. you have right now or what you what like compared, oh yeah, yeah definitely compared i humped the air for like five minutes one time thinking that i was being funny oh my god yeah it was stupid interesting yeah, yeah. Um, I really yeah, actually, yeah. I'm interested in hearing um, some of the challenges like you faced early on to when you f- like first started doing stand-up comedy. Like, were there challenges that you were facing like internally, or even like difficult because you were just saying right now, like those jokes wouldn't work. Like at some point you realize, okay, these are not working. I got to change it up. Like, but I mean, hopefully you realize sooner than later. Um, on the fact. I'm sorry, what was the question? What um, did I kind of cha- Yeah, like challenges, you know, like challenges in general. Did you face any? I mean, you faced some in the beginning, and at some point you had to realize I have to do some different material. Um, you know, I don't think that anything was like extremely challenging mm-hmm. at the beginning. It was just all brand new and fun mm-hmm. and like I was more excited to like just continue to grow and see like where this was going to lead me, but of course like I had challenges and like real quick i just want to say that i'm looking at that poster in the background of the david sedaris uh, engulfed in flames poster and that book is fucking is that is that what that's from um i'm talking about the poster behind me yeah i think that's i want to i think it's a van gogh it's supposed to be oh, okay. a, a, Never mind. it's supposed to be a skeleton smoking a cigarette or a joint or something like that Oh yeah, dude. Uh, David Sedaris uses it uh, uses it as a cover for one really? of his books called Engulfed in Flames. It's a very fun, funny book. Interesting. But uh, I was saying that, like, yeah, at the beginning of sorry, I you're lost. Good, you're good. Uh, got yeah, one of the challenges, bro. At, at the beginning, like, yeah, it was just like really exciting and really fun. So I was just like more motivated than feeling like challenged. But it was challenging though, because like if something's not challenging, then like why are you doing it? You know. But um, uh, I don't know what the challenge was, man. I think the challenge, the biggest challenge for me was that it was something that, like, kind of just scared me, and, um, and so, like, I just wanted to, like, put myself in scary, uh, positions, because I've let, like, yeah, I've, like, let fear kind of control most of my life, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know about most, like, that's, like, that's a heavy word, but, like, that's how I feel sometimes. And so, like, I was, like, at a point where I was, like, dude, I gotta do things with my life, because, like, honestly, like, my life was cool and it was dope and like there was like a lot to be grateful for and like I but like I was like also like something just wasn't enough and I was like I need to do more so I started like making zines because like I've been I've been doing photography for a long time so I like got back into photography and um and then uh, like 
pretty soon that wasn't enough, like making the zines and I needed to do more, but I didn't want to do more or push myself in that direction because I was like, ah, I don't know, I need something else. And then the comedy thing just like happened. I was like, oh, this is it. This is where I need to push myself. And after the first time I actually did pretty well and there was like a good room and everyone laughed and that felt really good. And that's probably like one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. Oh. And so I was like, I need to fucking do that again. And then the next week I went back and I told a different uh, story and I got another laugh. And then eventually after that, I, I started bombing a lot. And then I was just trying to like get back to the very first time. And now I've experienced like different, um, like different, I've had like different experiences through comedy of like, like pleasure mm-hmm. that I just like want to keep on pushing and growing because I want, because I'm addicted to that feeling. And like, I just want to yeah, keep on like it's feeling just instant that. gratification. As soon as the joke lands and you get the instant response. Well, it's, it's just like, high, dude. It's a high, and then it's also, like, a way of, like, practicing of, like, how to be in control, and I feel like I'm out of control in my life a lot, like, I don't have control of a lot of things, and so, like, this is a reminder that, like, not only do I have control if I, like, have, if I practice, like, patience, and, like, and, and, uh, and, like, um, what's, like, a, a word when you're talking, like, perseverance, when I practice, like, patience and perseverance and, like, endurance and, 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 like, to, like, you know, um, focus, focus, yeah, yeah, and, like, being open, like, all these things, like, when I do it in comedy, it reminds me that I could also, like, do that in other, like, uh, parts of my life, you know, that I could, like, practice patience and perseverance and confidence and, like, my communication abilities and, like, you know, like, all these things and, like, like, expression, so comedy, yeah, I don't know if I'm, like, answering the question, but I'm just saying, like, um, that... Yeah, it's a challenge. Like, it is a challenge, but, like, my entire life is a challenge, and, like, that's why I love living life. Hmm. Speaking of living life, man, uh, your move to Chicago, uh, I know it must have been, you know, there must have been some obstacles in the way for you, like, getting there and then being there. So can you dive into some of those things, you know, um, this some is... of the first impressions you had of, of uh, your move? Um, this is really funny, like, uh, doing a podcast, like... Like, as, like, you ask these questions, uh, like, my mind just is this, like, why, like, who cares? Like, no, like, why do people, like, why do people care? Like, why are we doing this? Like, and I'm, like, thinking about, like, the people that are going to listen. I'm, like, why are people interested in me? Like, I haven't done anything that's, like, special or worth listening to. And so, like, I don't want to, like, I feel almost like I'm, like, it's, like, self-masturbatory, like, in a way to, like, answer these questions. Like, there's, like, but this is also, like, a thing, like, you know, like, I don't know. It's like an insecurity of mine or whatever. Instead of just like enjoying it and having fun and just like talking about. You know what myself, I think like too though myself. is like, for us, we're still kind of we're still young. We're so young. We're young artists, and it'd be interesting to kind of like, if we're really cataloging too, on how artists are thinking and what their process is, um, what their state of mind is currently, and I think ultimately like where they could end up. And so, I mean, Gabriel, your, your career is still pretty young. I mean, I feel like comedy, I mean, I don't know, do comedy, that's something you want to do for the rest of your life? I mean, yeah, kind of, in a way, like, have it there, but do you want to be, like, a stand-up comedian the rest of your life? Or... I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know exactly. I don't know, what, I don't know how long the rest of my life oh, is. Oh, true, like, okay. You know? Yeah, so, like... It, I mean, I know that, like, after, I mean, 
I know that like after this is all over and open mic start again that like it is like something at least right now that I'm thinking about that I want to do mm-hmm. and like I, I would I would like to say like yes more than no or that I'm mm-hmm. not sure that I want it to be something for the rest of my life but right. I do need to do something that isn't I know what I don't want to do for the rest of my life and I don't want to work at a grocery store for the rest That's of my good. life like I don't I don't want to be in a place where I spend most of my time and I'm not able to like be myself and say the things that are on my mm-hmm. mind and like and I don't want to cater to people that are like ungrateful you know and like I know that there is a lot of gratitude in the grocery store and like that that's like another place where I need to like practice like perspective and like mm-hmm. understanding and like empathy but like also a lot of people are ungrateful and take advantage of people like me and you mm-hmm. and that are like you know um working and uh for them and like in, in the service industry mm-hmm. and yeah. I and like I just don't want to be around those people anymore mm-hmm. and I'm not like judging those people because sure. everyone's going through their own thing and they are the way that they are because of like you know like nature and nurture and like mm-hmm. all these things yeah. and like whatever like to each his own but like I don't want to be shat on anymore by people that I don't know and like comedy is really nice because like I'm making people feel good and it could be those same people that will shit on people at grocery stores but like I'm less judgmental when I'm on stage and I like being in a place where I'm less judgmental you know and um and i do want to practice like not being so judgy about people like in the grocery store but i'd also rather just be in an environment where like i don't have to like really um i don't know practice that the way that i do being at a grocery store and i work at whole foods and whole foods like i i don't know if they get the worst customers but there is this thing about like entitlement that like versus other grocery stores that i worked at like people that shop at whole foods feel entitled it's kind of gross it's really gross because you're going there to like eat healthier food you know and it's like well you're feeding your body healthier food than like say like an albertson's or a safeway but yet like you're kind of a fucking piece of shit sometimes like and i also that oh that makes me feel gross calling people pieces of shit i don't really mean that hmm. <laughs> okay i uh, really quick though um is there any places in chicago that like you you like go to and like do stand comedy like you want to shout out some places because i have no idea what's in chicago i have like a vague idea what chicago's like Dude, what do you think? What do you think that it's like for the comedy scene? Like, you think like, no, what do you think? That, I have no idea. I'm not even. Yeah. I'm not even in the comedy scene, so I can't even tell you what that's even like. You know what I Anthony, mean? Anthony, what do you think that it's like? What do you imagine like if you were like, oh, I'm gonna move here Chicago, as a comic? Like, what it's gonna it'd be, be popping, like? Yeah. It's popping the fuck off every night. There like, are nights every night. Yeah, that's true. But like, what does it like feel like to you? Like, what do you think? Like, that if it you're would going feel into like? a place, like, what do you think the environment? It would probably feel like uh, one of the scenes around here, but just multiplied by like however much you would want to multiply a large number, because you know there's a lot more people down there, there's a lot more traffic down there, there's a lot more art going on. It's a big city, so there's going to be a lot of open mics. There's going to be a lot of people at those open mics. So yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you, some, you think it's some mics are probably better than others. The big ones. You think it's intimidating? Intimidating, probably, especially at the big ones. But that, gonna... that's just my oversight. I've never been there, you know? Mm-hmm. That's just what I would think it'd be like. And from what, you know, you've told me. What were you going to say, Jaime? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I was going to say, like, yeah, what I feel like if I were to step in there, I'd feel intimidated. I mean, I don't know, like, what the, the how funny these people are, like, I mean, or where they're coming from or whatnot. And whatever like big places there are, or, or you know, because we have like a, just a couple places here in Salinas, and I'm sure there's like places in San Jose where you can do comedy, but a, a different state and a different city that sounds like a little bit too much for me. If I were like a comedian, like going into a fresh place, I don't know what I'd be thinking. 
Like, am I like big dog? Like, let's go. Like, I'm gonna laugh these people's asses <laughs> off. Or, well, like, uh, it's funny though because like before I moved here, I thought Chicago was gonna be like this, like, I don't know, this like movie, like, it, like mm, this. I get you. It's like it, a Hollywood. Yeah, that it was gonna city. feel like. Yeah, it was gonna feel like the, like New York yeah. with the, like at night this and like fast pace and like I thought it was gonna be all these like comedy clubs with these like killers and like these people that are like making it and these like big names and like trying to everyone's like at the laugh factory trying to get on or like these like comedy clubs and like and I thought that everyone was gonna be like a fucking killer and all these open mics were gonna be like crazy mm. and some people were gonna be mean mm. and like I just thought like a lot of these things and it's just kind of the same as like being in California where it's like a lot of open mics. Yeah. where it's just comics just people. where people don't yeah people don't show up and like it's just mainly you're performing for comics they're not like crazy killer open mics it's the open mic scene it's garage like practice like right. you know and then and then like the shows that are it's not like it's not this like hollywood Big glamorous thing like, yeah the glamorous thing that i thought that it was gonna be but it's all it also is in a way uh, though too uh, but i also just thought it was gonna be a lot more clubs but it's mainly bars and coffee shops that i'm like doing open mics at and i'm just in the open mics okay like, i'm not i like, get you like, like i'm not out there yeah i'm not like one of the guys like doing shows right i rarely do shows I like you. i do maybe like three or four shows a month here hmm. interesting i don't know too much about the comedy scene so it, like every time like we do one of these interviews or like podcast with someone who's in a different craft other than what I do. I'm just learning so much, to be honest with you. And Anthony's told me before that I should get dip my toes into the comedy scene, but I have no idea. I think Jaime would do well I don't in know. comedy. Well, maybe, you know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I would have to think of some material or some like find my my niche. Yeah, I mean that's what doing it is. Is like I, you know I don't have I don't I haven't found mine. Mm-hmm. either i've only been doing it for a year mm-hmm. or two really oh shit i feel like it, uh, what i've yeah, heard it's from a, you it's a, it's a journey of self-discovery it, oh, really is it doing comedy oh. like you really find out a lot about yourself yeah when you yeah. see yourself on stage i bet yeah you know that's interesting okay i should give it a try then. but we're heading into uh my favorite segment of every podcast we do shithead of the episode Gabriel, we take someone out in the media, someone in the news, someone in your life that has committed some evil, and we shine a light on them. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you start out. Yes. Who's your shithead of the episode? So, um, my shithead are some of the people out here that have been cutting holes in their masks. I don't know if you've seen them, like, videos. Like, just, I don't know what some of these people are thinking, but there's, you know, these uh, quote-unquote Karens out there who are cutting holes in the middle of their masks when they go out so they can breathe better that defeats the purpose of a mask exactly but i don't know what's going on in their head like do you think because there is a video there's a video out there with like a woman going to a convenience store and she has a hole in her thing and the uh, cashier asks her like oh where'd you get that mask and she says oh i cut a hole in it because i couldn't breathe you know she's like it's just easier to breathe now but yeah, it does defeat the purpose of having a mask. It's just stupid. Huh. It's just stupid. It's big. It's big. Uh, not smart. Yeah, no, it makes it just makes for me real, upset. Dude. Like mad. you're asking for it. Yeah, I mean, like what Anthony said too, and like I don't know how many podcasts already, but uh, it comes down to what did you say, Anthony? The um, I'll say it once. Yes. I'll say it again. Uh, if you're going out there for non-essential shit on some dumb shit. It's natural selection at natural work. Natural selection at work. That's what it is. 
It's natural selection at work. Yeah, but that's my shit. Don't at me. Those are the people. Those are my shitheads. Uh, people who are not being smart about their uh, what is it? Their personal protective equipment. So. All right. How about you, Gabriel? Shithead of the episode. Um, I don't know, like, I already, like, was talking about, like, customers being shitheads, uh-huh. and I didn't like the way that I felt, like, when I called other people that word, uh-huh. you know, I think that it's a fun word, you add the word shit with the word head, uh-huh. like, that's funny, I used to have a shirt by the skateboard company Toy Machine when I was a kid, and it said Mr. Poophead, and it was just, like, a little, like, it was just, like, a little cartoon poop wearing a fedora, and, like, that was, like, my favorite shirt when I was a kid, my mom bought it for me at Tilly's or Zoomies, or some place like that, like, when I was a kid, oh, PacSun, maybe, I don't know, it doesn't really matter, but I remember I used to wear that shirt all the time, and so um, I do think that people are poop heads sometimes, but I don't know if I really believe in evil. Like, I do believe in evil. Like, it's a thing that exists. But, like, I don't go – like, I, it's rare that I think, like, there are people doing, like, evil things. Like, you know, like, actual evil things. I think that most people are just ignorant and, like, including, like, myself. Like, I don't even, like – you know, like, or even, like, bad things. Like, I don't even think customer. I don't know, man. Like, is Donald Trump evil? No, I don't even think he's a real person. <laughs> I don't know. I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah, we, are, uh, did you just time me? No, no oh, sorry. I was timing me. Yeah, no. Oh. Um, yeah, we're coming up on, I think. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Anthony. Uh, what's your shithead? I wanna... uh, so my shithead of the episode is going to be me. Oh. It's going to be me <laughs> this episode. Yeah, why is that? For uh, one specific incident that occurred oh, way shit, back right. when. Uh, your boy, your boy. I was a little reckless back in the day. You know, a little, little party hungry. Uh-huh. And uh, I ended up getting re- way too drunk at Gabriel's home, and later threatened homeboy with a knife you're, in my drunken fervor. You're kidding. Gabriel was kind enough to uh, politely ask me to leave, and then gave me safe haven when the cops arrived. Wow. For a, yeah, dude. A separate incident. <laughs> you you know the guy that I live with here, Nate. Do you know Nate? Yeah, he was out there with us. He was out there trying to break it up, and then the cops came. Yeah, it was uh. Dude, Nate, do you remember? Hey, do you remember that when there was a fight outside of my house and like you were trying to break it up between these guys fighting and then the cops came and I brought everyone back upstairs? No. You don't remember that? Yeah. So it was this guy trying to fight with another friend, Ruben, another. No, 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 no. You and Ruben, no, you and Ruben were trying to. I was holding. I was. I was holding Ruben back from destroying Matt. Hold on. Welcome Nate to the podcast. Yeah. Last minute of the podcast. Yeah, so yeah, so you so Ruben was trying to fight Matt and you were trying to hold him back and then Nate was outside with a beer in his hand and a cigarette in his mouth and he was breaking it up and I heard commotion and I lived upstairs above the bar so I just thought there was like people outside of the bar fighting but it was like everyone that I knew and this guy had just pulled a knife out on me in my house and I had kicked him out but Ruben grabbed the knife from you and started oh, stabbing really holes Ruben. yeah started stabbing holes into my wall on the way down and I still yeah dude Holy that was shit. uh that was a wild sauce dude yeah it's amazing that we've become such good friends since then yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, you remember? Yeah. I recognize your face. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah. it was great to have you on tonight uh, or today. Um, always welcome on here. Uh, wonderful guest, Gabriel Alviso. Uh, I want to thank uh, Mr. Jaime V for being the uh, the co-host that he has always been. Thank you. Uh, this, Everyone, uh, it's been a pleasure. This has been Anthony cool. Pereira, uh, first and the 15th. Have a wonderful day.